This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everybody, it's Caleb Williams here. Welcome to the Better Wealth channel. We make videos about money, your business, to help you live more intentionally. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Kirkpatrick, Life 180, and we're very much in, in the same industry, doing a lot of the same messages. You're very passionate about things like IUL versus whole life. You have a book called Cashflow Hacking. You have an agency where you're building teams. You're doing some exciting things. You had a video just come out on Kaizen. I did. Yeah, that's cool. And so it just it just got released while we were together uh, on his channel. And so we're, we're in the studio doing some content. I was like, all right. Let's uh, look at TikTok. Ah, do some reaction content. TikTok about Kaizen. Anything you want to say? I'm going to play this video. We've never seen this. I'm going to get Chris's raw reaction. I might add something there as well. But anything you want to say before we jump in? You know, I I, I just want to see this. I like I want to see what they're saying. I, I have a little bit of anxiety going into this because I just I know it's it's going to be scary advice. Who knows? Because I just got I got done a 22 minute full overview right, and so. I can't imagine trying to explain Kaizen. How long is this video? Can we see? I think it's a minute. A minute? Long. So I can't imagine explaining this in a minute. All right. So, it's so be do you want to give an overview or do we want to jump in? No, let's watch it. All right. We'll give the overview after. All right. All right. Here we go. So many people are asking about the five-year retirement plan Kaizen, asking how much do I need to contribute? Keep two things in mind. First thing is that you only have to contribute for five years and not 20 plus years. The second thing is that it's a plan for higher net worth individuals making above $100,000 of income per year. I swear, some of you are saying things like, oh, if I was making $100,000, I wouldn't have to worry about retirement. Listen, making $100,000 in LA, New York, San Francisco ain't nothing. It's all relative. Even the high income earners making above $400,000 are struggling to think about their retirement because they don't want to be broke. So how much do you need to contribute? It all depends on what you want in your retirement. If you're 35 and you want to have $100,000 per year in retirement from 65 to 90, conservatively speaking, you could put around $30,000 per year for five years. And that's only assuming a 5.5% growth rate. But if you want to know your numbers, swipe left and follow the arrows on my page. Holy crap. Like conservatively speaking, if you make a hundred grand, put thirty grand a year into an IUL policy. Good luck getting that through compliance. His whole thing was he threw two two nuggets in there. I think that's only assuming five and a half percent interest rate. Sure. Okay, I think we can pick that apart. Mm -hmm. And then it, what's also interesting is he said this is for high net worth. I wonder why, Chris. But then he also says, well, you have to make over a hundred thousand, which doesn't necessarily put you in any super high net worth, but I'll tell you why you need to be high net worth. It's because they're using a lot of leverage in this index universal life strategy. So why don't you want to break it down? And yeah. So, so here's, here's what I'll say. I'll let me, let me give everybody the, the foundational components of what Kaizen is just so yeah. you understand, like, which is, it's kind of crazy the way he's pitching it. So first of all, I, I want to take a poll who making a hundred grand feels like your high net worth, right? Like not very many people that Make a hundred grand. If we did a poll of yeah. a thousand people making a hundred grand a year, how, what percentage of those people do you think would self-identify as high net worth? Yeah. None, right? Like, I mean, very few. And so, so there's that. This is not high net worth. What what they're doing, Kaizen is basically taking uh, a premium financing strategy, which he said you're utilizing leverage. The idea of Kaizen is saying you have to fund policy for 15 years. However. Out of that, the first five years, you're funding a portion of the policy with your money. All 15 years, you are leveraging bank loans to be able to do it, right? And so when you look at the fine print of the contract, there's a lot of things that you know we'll get into as we go through here, but there's a lot of risks associated with doing this. Now, premium finance is not always a bad thing. I will say there's a lot of class action lawsuits that have come out of premium finance case because they're not sold properly. 
if you are the right type of individual that has the the kind of net worth that uh, you know you can withstand some downsides and 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 not to mention the key component to premium finance is the leveraging of the bank, right? right? So let's face it, if you're high net worth worth 30, 40, 50 million dollars and you want to do premium finance, you're probably not going to have a problem getting the financing to finance your policy. Right. Fair enough? Do you have anything you want to say? Before no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So so the fine print in the Kaizen thing that is extremely scary to me is the fact that a the, the you you are funding let's say because he mentioned thirty thousand dollars a year that's what you're putting into it so what he's doing and I, i'm assuming he's doing this because i saw a marketing piece for kaizen and that's the number they use on the marketing piece that i reviewed out of that um thirty thousand you're also borrowing i think it was like let's call it 25 or twenty six thousand dollars mm-hmm. from a bank for the first five years after five years you then stop contributing the thirty thousand, and you're utilizing fifty-two thousand dollars a year in loans. In the example that I saw and that I reviewed, for the next ten years, in your in from the policy, you're no, you're borrowing from the bank to in fund addition. the policy. So why do they why do they only allow like why do they make you do five years and then allow you to take a loan? Because you got to get some of your own money in there, and otherwise the leverage doesn't make sense because of the surrender cycles. The fact that there's you know more insurance costs at the beginning of the policy, it just wouldn't perform. It wouldn't make sense okay. without using your own money. Now, here's the thing: where are the risks in Kaizen? Right? Like, and and see, this is the part. So when people ask me why do I have a problem with TikTok advice for stuff like this, this is a highly complicated product that he basically tried to tell you just the nice little snapshots of in 60 seconds. And he completely omitted the real risks here. The real risks are that A, the IUL might not perform at the at the level. Um, and, and if history is any indication, it's not going to perform at the level he's saying it's it's going to perform at, perform at or be illustrated that it's illustrated at, I should say. The bank is in control of this. Yep. Okay. So when you when you are participating in a Kaizen plan and you decide to do this and he's saying you can a five year retirement plan, first of all, compliantly speaking to me, that is like a nightmare. A five year retirement plan. In order for this to work, A, you have to have positive arbitrage. It's not going to work otherwise. And that ability is is strictly based on your ability to get loans at low rates, which right now maybe maybe is good or maybe possible yep. in a low rate environment. Five years from now, anybody think interest rates are going to be lower than they are right now? I don't think so. I mean, you you have to make that decision for yourself. Yeah, I mean, now, like especially a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, of course not. Yeah, and so so when we when we look at that, there's that risk. But the fine print in here, this is the crazy part. This is where we always talk about what's the number one attribute we want: yep. money control. Yep. Okay. When you do this plan, here's what happens. The bank is in complete control. The fine print in here is saying every term, I think they do it in two or three year terms that you have to like requalify for the loans from the bank. The bank can decide to stop funding this policy for you at any point in time, right? You could be three years into this policy. The bank can be like, you know what? We're done. For whatever reason, maybe maybe the credits mark credit markets dry up, and they say, you know what, we're just kind of not we're overdoing business like this, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe your credit gets bad, and you don't requalify for something, right. right? Which, if you're a high net worth person doing a pure premium financing case, that's probably not likely going to happen, mm-hmm. right? 
that's a real risk for a lot of people. Like if you're a hundred thousand dollar income earner, you know, right now you do this policy four years from now, we go through a recession or we have something happen. You lose your job and you're not able to fund it. And then you don't qualify for a loan at that point in time. Kaizen, the bank that's backing this up could literally shut your financing off for this down. So what happens if you fund it, you underfund it, you're utilizing the bank's leverage to do it. And then five years from now, for some reason, you're not able to continue the financing. I don't want to swear on your channel. Here's what I'll say. (laughs) This is is what I'll say. I'll try to simplify this. Um, Premium finance is an advanced strategy where you use leverage and the power of life insurance. It can work well for estate planning and whatnot. Um, The companies that I respect say you have to have a 15 million net worth to really come to the table. Some people will say- some people will say 10, some people, some carriers will say five, but a lot of them are upping because of just all the risk. Mm-hmm. The biggest the biggest thing that scares me is if you're saying that Kaizen uses any type of leverage, which I know to be true, I, I'm not yep. gonna say I know all the details. They're taking someone that may or may not even be accredited, but let's just assume you're making $100,000 yep. uh, a year and they're putting you in a pretty advanced strategy that there are some underlying risks and there's a lot of areas and levers that could um, be pulled that that will take something that looks very very beautiful on a piece of paper that they show you, and uh, could blow up, blow up in your face. Anything that you want to add to yeah. what I said? No, I no, I think that's that you hit the nail on the head. And I think it re- what it really comes down to it's like all other IUL strategies to me, where they're taking something, they're trying to sell it as something stable, yep. predictable, whatever, and it and it's anything but that. Yep. All right. TikTok, cool. TikTok, what, what should we call this? TikTok terror with uh, Chris yeah, Kirkpatrick? Yeah, I guess, something like that. And, and here's what I want to say, just like a little, uh, little plug here. If you are thinking about this, I did a video. Watch it. I don't know if you want to put yep. it in the yeah. link in the description below, but watch that video if you're thinking about it because it's a 22, 24-minute video, full line-by-line breakdown of what this is, so you need to understand it. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.